0: So the big question is this, how do we achieve our ultimate goals while navigating through life's obstacles and distractions? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Learn how to not only survive, but to thrive and ensure that your short-term actions align with your long-term goals. My name is George Ivanov and welcome to Eye on the Prize what's up everyone welcome to my second podcast uh i will be talking to you about my olympic journey today if you guys uh listen to my first podcast you would already know a little bit more about my uh my 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 whole story and and where i'm at right now but uh as i promised in the first podcast um uh, by the way if you haven't listened to it go ahead go back listen to it because you will know you know where i stand right now but anyways um Back to this, uh, the, if you guys listened to my last podcast, uh, as I said at the end, that this one I will be taking you on my Olympic journey, and how I started, and a little bit of the challenges that I faced uh, along the way, and uh, how I got to where I am, and so, here's how I started. As you guys know from my last podcast, I uh, I started wrestling at a very, very young age, my uh, my father was um, a really good wrestler uh, in Bulgaria, he won multiple Bulgarian national titles, um, and so. Anyways, he had me, you know, my parents had me at a at a young age. My, I believe my my dad was only 21 years old. And so it's it's a unique experience, but I was actually fortunate enough to follow him and watch him compete as I was as I was growing up. And so that's kind of how I started wrestling as well. You know, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> but um yeah, so I would go to the wrestling uh, rooms, to the gyms, with with my dad, and and uh, he would be working out, and I'd be watching him, and it, and you know I kind of got inspired by it, and uh, I started playing around at first at the age of three, four, and then I really started going to organized uh, practices at around when I was five years old. I started more seriously, and so it was awesome. You know, I had a lot of fun growing up. I wasn't very successful. I wasn't the most um, athletic. Uh, kid in the world, I guess you can say, um, you know. But I, I was, I was always able to learn things quickly, and I was able to um, learn a lot of the, the, the technical, the technique, a lot of the wrestling moves that that my father was teaching me. I was able to pick up on that really quickly, uh, and so that was to my advantage. But anyways, I didn't really see any any big results in my in my growing up in my career until I was about a, a freshman in high school. And that's when I won my first Bulgarian national title and it was a huge accomplishment for me and I, I felt, I felt amazing. Um, but anyways, I, that followed by uh, me having two undefeated years in Bulgaria and won four national tournaments. So I, you know, I was, I was on the rise until again, like I said, if you guys listened to my last podcast, you'd know I, I got hurt really bad and uh, it was a life changing event for me where I, um, um where i had to kind of reconsider things but anyways as i was doing well and winning those titles a dream was um born i guess within me i i had a new dream and my dream was to be an olympian you know and that that's uh that's when that started when i started seeing a little bit of success and i you know that was that was when that goal was born and and it was i was thinking you know what there's nothing stopping me i, I that's what i want to do i want to be an olympian one day and so everything was going great until obviously you know until i uh i got hurt i got hurt things changed uh i i came i came to the us you know my whole life was turned around and uh you know i had to learn i had to learn the english language i had to go to school here in the us and uh you know it, it when i came here to the us growing up i wrestled freestyle so uh, if you guys are not wrestlers uh, wrestling has two olympic styles it's freestyle and greco-roman style and here in the u.s in high schools and ncaa in college uh they only wrestle folk style or some call it collision style but it's it's different scoring and uh it's little different rules it's different uh, time frame of the match so it's it's almost you know it's wrestling but it's it's completely different the the There's different moves there is it's just overall it's a whole it's I think it's a whole different sport but anyway so I came here my when I started wrestling my senior year of high school and I had to completely change uh, everything I had to learn this new style and and it was very difficult for me and so slowly when I started doing that um, slowly my my dream kind of was forgotten for me to be an Olympian you know I kind of just died a little bit at the time I was too busy uh, worrying about school, learning a language, you know, making friends, um, you know, worrying about passing exams and trying to get a scholarship to go to school, uh, and and that's just how I am, you know. I I always try to have goals and try to achieve those goals, and and so when I started doing that, a new dream of mine was, you know, I I was born at the time, and what I wanted to do now is graduate from college, uh, you know, make sure that. Everything is going well with school, with academics. Get a full ride because otherwise I couldn't afford college. So I, you know, I had to get a full ride somewhere. And uh, my goal was to be an NCA champ, right? Well, it was, uh, you know, it was it was great. Everything went well. Uh, I, uh, my collegiate career um, was going well. I I ended up taking second at NCA's and third at NCA's, uh, and then I transferred to Boise State. And my junior year, I, I got hurt, so I couldn't really, I made it to nationals, but I couldn't really do well, uh, because of my I tore my meniscus in my, in my knee, so I couldn't really walk, and so that was bad end to my um, season, my junior year. And my senior year, I was doing great, and uh, I was uh, one one match away from being an All-American, my senior year, I lost to uh, Alex Dieringer, uh in a one-point match, I it was a very, very, uh, heartbreaking loss for me and then on the bu- in the bubble match for in the round of twelve uh I lost to uh, RJ Penny from Oregon State and that was the tenth time we wrestled in two years, you know, and we went five and five. I beat him two weeks before that at the Pac twelves and uh he just I don't know, it it was it was a bad uh matchup for me and then I ended up losing to him in the round of twelve and uh anyways I didn't I didn't finish the my collegiate career the way I wanted to finish it in, in wrestling. And so that was kind of disappointing. But at that time, you know, I was just thinking, hey, I need to uh, find a job somewhere now, and I was, you know, I was gonna continue to uh, go to school to get my master's degree. And so I did. I got a job down in St. Louis at in Maryville University. Coach Denny um, asked me to go help him out and coach with him, and uh, it was great. And uh, I, as I as I moved down there, actually, I had to start working in in the admissions office a little bit, and then volunteer wrestling coach because. You know division two they don't they don't necessarily have a lot of um funding and they weren't able to hire me as a coach right away so I had to actually uh work from you know seven in the morning or seven thirty whatever it was until four in the afternoon I worked in the admissions office um full time in the university and then from there I had to go after that to wrestling practice as a volunteer, but it wasn't really i mean it was a volunteer but I was there full time <laughs> so that was kind of. That was my life at the time, and that's what i started doing and so until something happened and uh I got invited to wrestle uh a few months later, I got invited to wrestle at a at a at a friendly match, if you want to say or i don't even know what it was exactly but uh they they made the they made these matchups and they wanted us to wrestle you know it was just for fun and and they hyped it up and i was I was wrestling against a a guy from Russia and actually I became friends with him. I'm friends with him now. But, anyways, we wrestled, and that was the first time I was going to wrestle freestyle uh, since I was in college. Really, it was. It's been five, six years that I hadn't wrestled freestyle, and that's again going back. That's the, that's the Olympic Olympic wrestling style uh, that is not in the U.S. colleges or universities, and so. I was super excited about it, I was thinking, you know, yeah, I'm retired because I really was thinking that I'm retired after college because if you guys think about it, uh, you know, I came to the US, I'm not a US citizen, so I couldn't really continue to wrestle in my career uh, as a wrestler because on the Olympic or world stage, you know, I I couldn't go and make a, a US Olympic team or a US world team you know i was a bulgarian citizen and and i wasn't about to go back to bulgaria you know i had a goal to get my master's degree and and i got a job here and it just my whole life moved to the united states and so that dream kind of died for me and it was sad but i didn't even think anything of it i just was thinking yeah sure let's 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 go wrestle uh, have some fun you know free, this could be the last time i ever wrestle freestyle right <laughs> so i went and I, I wrestled at that at that uh, match, and I felt great, you know, I I was moving well, and I was, I was feeling like I was, you know, that's what I grew up doing, it felt natural to me, I felt great, and I ended up winning the match, and, and I was, I was thinking, man, I really miss wrestling freestyle, you know, that was, that was kind of what um, motivated me to do it again, and so that was in November, I believe, and again, I'm full-time coaching, you know, I'm, we're in season, (laughs) I didn't have much time, but, uh the Dave Schultz Memorial Tournament was coming up. For those of you that don't know, that's a it's a tournament at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh it's a very, very tough tournament. It's an international tournament. You know, twenty countries, uh fifteen, twenty countries go to it. Anyways, and I was thinking, you know what, I I can I can go and wrestle with that because it's in the US. I don't have to leave the country. It's in Colorado. I can just uh call Bulgaria and ask them if I can compete on behalf, you know, on behalf of Team Bulgaria and just enter the tournament and see what happens. And they, they said, Yeah, we're actually gonna bring a team to uh to uh Colorado for that tournament. And I said, Wow this this is awesome, you know. Do you guys mind if I enter the tournament as well? You know, I'm in somewhat of I'm in somewhat of a good shape. I've been working out, you know I'm coaching. I feel good. Uh can I enter the tournament? And they said, Yeah, for sure. Go you know, go for it. And we'll see you in Colorado. And I said, Great so i went back uh and to the resting room and I was coaching full time and so what i would do is i'd work all day right i'd work from 7:30 to 4 and then 4 until 6 uh i'd go and help run practice and and coach the guys and then after that i'd stay for about an hour extra for myself and and get a get a workout by myself get an individual workout sometimes some of the guys would stay a little longer and help me train and and uh, that's how I got in shape, and that's how I lost my weight for that tournament, but anyways, and so I went to Dave Schultz Memorial International Tournament, and uh, guess what, I I ended up winning that tournament, (laughs) which was unbelievable, I mean, it was a shock to me, but that was the, I felt, I felt really good, I wrestled well, I was relaxed, and I just left it all out on the mat, and uh, it was a lot of fun for me, but I, along the way, I beat you know i beat some good guys and actually the guy that i beat in the finals uh, his name is big Zot, he's he actually um he actually was a bronze medalist he took third in the world in worlds and took fifth in my bracket in, in rio in the olympics but uh that's who i beat in the national or in the finals at dave schultz memorial but anyways and um uh, um and so yeah that's that's kind of when i had an an, an epiphany you know, I was like, wow, I can do this. I can really do this. And I'm only two, two years, actually a year and a half away from the Olympics. That was in, this tournament was in January, 2015. And that's when my Olympic uh, spark was kind of um, reignited again. You know, it was, it was, I was, my dream was alive again. I was thinking, oh my goodness, I can really, really do this again. I can, I can give it a shot. And so... Of course, I didn't really think about all of the things that were in my you know that were that were going to be challenging me for that you know it wasn't just wrestling I mean it was I didn't even think about any of it. I didn't think that hey, I have a full- time job that I need to go back to uh, in the office and after that, I'm a volunteering wrestling coach. The guys need me in the wrestling room right uh I, i'm I'm married at the time, right um, full-time graduate student and I'm, I'm trying to make the Olympic team. I mean, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking, right? Um, I don't know if anyone has really done that. I don't really know of anyone that has done all that. You know, full-time graduate student, married, full-time wrestling coach, work full-time in, or volunteer wrestling coach, work full-time in the office um, and and try to make the, the Olympics. But really what drove me is my my internal desire that I've never forgotten. And I'll tell you guys a quick story about this. But what it was is, and here's here's where it gets a little interesting. But the reality of it is, what ha- what happened was um, my father was a really 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 good wrestler. And for the two thousand Olympics in Sydney, my father actually ended up qualifying the weight class for Bulgaria. Um, he he was supposed to be an Olympian, right? He was the one that made the qualified Bulgaria in his weight class for the for the Olympics in Sydney in two thousand. And so what really happened was there is um, there's a lot of politics in Bulgaria, which I experienced that as well. I'm going to share with you later in this podcast. But what happened was um, they, they uh, instead of letting him wrestle because he was in his 30s at the time, uh, they said, no, we're actually not going to let you wrestle. We have someone younger in the lineup here that we want to let wrestle. He's talented. He's really good. Uh, and we're going to just let him wrestle. And my dad had beaten that guy uh, a couple times. And so that was very, very heartbreaking for me to see him go through that in his, you know, I was, I mean, I was what I was in, I was 10, 11 years old, maybe, and I was seeing him experience that. And it was very frustrating because, you know, he's put his whole life into this journey. And at the end, it came down to politics in Bulgaria and they, they didn't let him compete. And I never forgot that, you know, that was always in the back of my mind. And, and, and that's kind of why I really wanted to prove everyone wrong and uh although i thought i was retired from wrestling i came back and and now i was i was you know i had a dream again to be an olympian and and i that's what really drove me that was my why that's what drove me forward uh and i and i didn't want to quit and i you know that's when i decided you know what i have a year and a half to see if i can make it to the real olympics and i'll give it everything that i have i'll do everything in my in my power to to make this happen and that's when i committed to that goal again um and so the plan obviously was for me to make the olympics to make a to make the olympic team in in rio so what i ended up doing is um in 2015 i went back to the bulgarian national tournament in may and and i or i'm sorry it was early june and i did amazing i i, I tech followed everyone on the way which means it's a technical superiority where um, i beat everyone uh by 10 points which is if you do that in wrestling, the match ends. And so I, I did that to everyone. I didn't have a point scored on me. Uh, I had four matches and I beat everyone 10 0. And I felt unbelievable. I mean, I felt amazing. And I made the world team for Bulgaria that year for uh, 2015, which the tournament was in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. And I wrestled at that world tournament. But, anyways, and I was like, yeah, I'm on the right track. You know, I just made the world team. I can definitely make the Olympic team next year as well. And so kept wrestling. Uh, And and this is where it got a little interesting, but in December, Bulgaria, in December, Bulgaria, uh, Bulgarian Federation emailed all of the national team members and said, hey guys, want to let you know, you know, because obviously it's an Olympic year. It's very important. uh, We don't want to, you know, we want to make sure that there is a criteria set in place. And they sent us an email, which I still have that email, (laughs) but they sent us an email and they said, hey, here's, here are going to be the, here, here are the rules. For if you guys, you know, want to have a chance of making the Olympic team, they said you have to compete at Bulgarian nationals in January. Okay, then you have to compete at an international tournament, uh, and then whoever does be- the best in your weight class, whoever does the best, um, we decide what Olympic qualifiers to send them to. And I said, well, you know what? That that sounds actually really fair. And uh, well. There's three possible Olympic qualifiers. First was the European Championships. Um, that's the first qualifier. You had to place top two at Europeans to qualify Bulgaria for the Olympics. The second was the first World World Championship World um, qualifier, which was in Mongolia. You have to place top three there to qualify your Bulgarian um, to qualify Bulgaria for the spot in the Olympics. And the third Olympic qualifier, third possible one, was uh, the second World Tournament uh which was in Turkey and you had to place top two I believe to uh to make it to the Olympics uh for your country. And so and so that's that's exactly what I did. I went back wrestled at uh at uh Winter Nationals but I wasn't in the best uh, I wasn't in good shape at all actually at the time in in, in January because you know I was I was full time coaching and uh I was giving a lot of attention to the guys and I really didn't want to um I really didn't feel like I was getting the training that I needed for that tournament, but you know, I didn't I didn't prioritize my training as much as I should have. And and on top of that, you know, we um my wife and I had scheduled a uh our our belated honeymoon trip to the Dominican Republic and we did that about a week or two weeks. Two weeks No, a week before I had to leave to go compete in Bulgaria, which was, you know, not a very smart idea when you're training and trying to make a a team. But (laughs) that's what we did. I didn't think too much of it. Um, You know, and and I went back to Bulgaria and I ended up actually uh, losing to my my teammate there. I I took third and I was saying, you know what, it's not not over yet. It's not the end of the world, you know. Just follow the regulations, go back, wrestle at the international tournament, and then see what happens. I mean, you know, Bulgaria didn't even have qualified, Bulgaria hadn't even qualified the spot for the Olympics yet. So, I mean, no one was going anywhere. <laughs> we we still had to qualify uh, Bulgaria for the Olympics. And so, what I did after that is, um, went back, trained, and then went back to the US, trained, finished the, the, the season coaching. And then I went back and wrestled at the international tournament. Uh, well, I ended up taking fifth at the international tournament. Again, didn't perform my best. Uh, and actually. The, the other Bulgarian placed third, I believe. I didn't wrestle him there, but he was on the other side of the bracket. But anyways, and see, so he, obviously he did better than I did in the first two tournaments, right? And so uh, Bulgarian, the, the Bulgarian Wrestling Federation came back and said, all right, guys, you know, it's time to qualify Bulgaria for the Olympics. And here's what we've decided. We've decided that uh, uh, Miro, which was my teammate in Bulgaria, he is going to be wrestling at the first... Obviously, he did better than you, George, so he's going to wrestle in the in the first Olympic qualifier, the European Championships, and in the third Olympic qualifier, potentially, if, if you guys don't qualify before that, which was in Turkey. And George, you only have one chance, um, they said to me, you're going to be wrestling in Mongolia, and that's, that's your only chance, right? And in the email, guys, what I didn't tell you, in the email, what it said is, um, at the end of the email, it said, whoever qualifies at one of those three qualifiers, right? Whoever qualifies the weight class, whether it's me or, or my teammate, uh, obviously earns the spot. That's the person that qualified it and that's the person that will be competing in the Olympics. Period. And that was the email, okay? Clear, simple, right? Well, so my my teammate goes to the European Championships, right? And I'm still training. I'm trying, you know, I'm training because it's it's unknown. We don't know if he will qualify or not. So I, I'm training here in the U.S. I had a camp with my dad. My father put me through a wrestling camp and uh, out in Idaho. Uh, but anyways, and and so I I was following. Right, how is he going to do? Because if he qualifies, then it's game over for me. I'm not going anywhere. And so he ended up losing his uh, very first match, and and that was it. You know, he went um, one and out of the tournament and didn't didn't obviously didn't make the top two and didn't qualify. And is you know that was sad for him, but it was it was almost relieving for me because now that gave me a chance to go to Mongolia to the first world tournament and uh, see if I can place. Well, um, I I flew from Idaho out to Mongolia. I met the Bulgarian, the rest of the Bulgarian national team there, and uh, and I wrestled right. I competed. Well, <laughs> at that tournament, I I wrestled my I wrestled my butt off. I mean, I felt great, and I knew that was my only chance. That could potentially that could that could have possibly been my last tournament ever in my wrestling career, right? And I knew that. I realized that. And and so I, I made sure to give it all that I have. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I went out and gave it all that I have and uh, left it all on the mat. And so what I did was I had a really, really tough first match. Um, Actually, that guy had beaten my teammate before. He's a really good guy from from uh, Moldova, small country in Europe, uh, Russian Republic. But anyways, I had a really, really close match with him. I beat him 9 to 6. And, I, and that was a very tough match for me, and uh, I beat him 9 to 6, and I had this throbbing headache, my, my head was going to fall off, it felt like, um, it was very difficult to breathe, you know, I gave it all that I had, I couldn't even move after the match, well, I step off the mat, and uh, the doctors gave me, you know, some medicine for headache, and uh, I only had about 20 minutes before my second match, guys, I only had 20 minutes, so I had to recover real quick, they gave me some medicine, um, some strong, I don't know, some strong medicine, but it made my head feel a little better, I recovered, uh, and it was time for my second match, and so I had a guy from Germany, I wrestled with a guy from Germany, again, a tough opponent, you know, everyone is there to try to make the Olympic the Olympic team, and so um, I went out and I beat him, I I, I felt really good, I, I wrestled well and I beat him 6-0, and that was my... Uh, that was my second match, and I was thinking, man, I'm in the semifinals. You know, I I need I need to win one more match, and I'm in the I qualify Bulgarian. I'm I'm an Olympian, right? There's no way I was losing that match, and so I I stepped off the mat, and I was that was just going through my head, right? I was as I was waiting for my for my third match in the semifinals, I was just thinking, this is this is it. I was getting goosebumps, and I was getting excited, and I was thinking, there's no way I'm gonna lose this match, right? And here comes the third match, and it's a guy from uh, from Hungary, but he actually also lives in the U.S. Um, and he comp- he wrestles here. Uh, but anyways, um, anyways, and and so we that was my semifinals match, right? I go out and I started just wrestling really well. Um, I take him, the, I threw him out, you know, I threw him out of bounds of the mat. That throw is it made a really good highlight. But anyways, um, I ended up having a very tough you know tough match and I beat him I beat him 10 to 10 to 7 I believe and that was it right that was it I was in the finals of the world turn the world championships there the world qualifier I was in the finals and that meant that I qualified for (laughs) I qualified for for the Olympics right unbelievable experience I mean I I started crying right after the match you know I was walking in the hallway and my dad was hugging me and and I was, I, I started crying. I couldn't help it. You know, it was just like a, it's like a dream come true for me. It's a, it's a lifelong mission that I've had that I I accomplished right there. And so anyways, uh, I didn't, you know, I later on, I went and wrestled in the finals, but I didn't really take that match seriously. I ended up losing. Um, I didn't really wrestle that match because I already knew that I had qualified. And so anyways, I, I flew, I flew, I flew back to. Uh, the US from Mongolia you know it's all it's all great news we're happy everyone's celebrating but it was weird because no one really called me from Bulgaria and no one really said hey congratulations you know from the Bulgarian Wrestling Federation no one really said that and I was curious as to what was going on and so a couple of days later I called them and I said hey you know I just want to make sure that we are sticking to the um, because you know i knew my father's backstory right i knew they can change anything that they they want to because there's a lot of politics and so i called them a couple days later and i said hey i just want to make sure that we're still you know i'm still the guy so i can so i can uh schedule my my training regiment and so i know what i'm doing until the olympics right and they said well actually you you know you you did awesome you wrestled well but um you qualified bulgaria for the olympics it's not the spot it's not n you know it's not by name it's it's you qualified bulgaria so it's not it's not really your spot yet <laughs> i was like oh oh gosh here it goes right and so they said we actually want you to uh come back next week or so and, and wrestle again at, at the at the summer nationals in bulgaria and i was thinking you know what i've been it's been an emotional roller coaster right i've been down i, I was just at my highest competing in mongolia lose weight travel across the world acclimate um, you know, all of that and, and all the, you know, the higher level athletes or people that travel I would understand what I'm saying. You know, when you travel and you switch time zones, 10, 12, 13 hour time difference in the day, you know, you have to acclimate, takes you a few days, four or five days to acclimate. And if, if, you know, you don't feel great during that process, it takes a lot out of you. And so I did that within, you know, one week I went to Mongolia, acclimated, wrestled, flew back to the U S had to acclimate and recovered a little bit um but anyways they said yeah we actually need you to come back again to bulgaria and wrestle in the national tournament that was never supposed to happen right i was never supposed to wrestle in that tournament i already qualified why would i do that i already qualified for the olympics you know, it made no sense to me and, and it started it started eating me you know alive from the inside out i mean i knew what was happening they were throwing you know it was a, it was a mental warfare really in my head you know i knew what they were doing i couldn't stop thinking about it i knew they were going to try to um, you know, try to take that spot away from me, and and it, and I started, I I started thinking about it, and I couldn't relax, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night, right? And they said, yeah, we have to come back and wrestle the national tournament again, and I said, why, why do I have to do that? You know, I already, um, I already qualified, but there was no working my w- my way out of that, and so they said, well, here's the deal: if you even want to have a chance at competing at the Olympics, you have to come back. I said, okay obviously didn't have a choice so I traveled back to Bulgaria and I traveled you know um I didn't give myself enough time to acclimate I travel. I flew in there and I had to wrestle on the third or fourth day I can't remember what it was but what that did you know I already have taken so many days off of work I couldn't really I didn't really want to be gone for that long uh from work and and from family and everything you know I've I've traveled everywhere been away from my wife and stuff and so I get there and jet lag, guys, hits me on the day of the tournament. And I am sleeping on the bench. I'm sleeping on in the bleachers my, before my match because I couldn't keep my eyes open. Terrible experience. And uh, I felt like crap. And so here I am wrestling that guy again in the tournament. Um, and uh, I lose to him again by a point I didn't feel great. I felt like crap. And, uh, and I, you know, all I can think was... I, I completely broke down, I walked outside, I started crying, and I was thinking, here it is, you know, again, what they did to my, my dad, basically, um, 16 years ago, <laughs> it's happening to me right now, and so, I, I broke down, and I, you know, I was thinking, why did they even do this, you know, I should just stay in the US, and and just go to work, and go coach the guys, and finish my master's degree, and just enjoy my time with my wife, why am I even across the world right now in Bulgaria, trying to do this, when I knew what they were gonna do, and so, uh, you know, things kind of calmed down. The tournament ended, and I went and we had a meeting with the the same day we had a meeting with the uh, with everyone in Bulgaria, the the Bulgarian Federation, the coaches, and uh, the president and whatnot. And uh, anyways, and they said, well, he, here's the thing: it's not over yet, right? They're trying to reassure me: it's not over yet. Um, and why are they doing this, guys? Why are they doing that? Because they want me there to train with the other guy. You know, it's 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 I'm a great partner, obviously. That's what I was thinking. That's what was going through my head. You know, they're telling me that there's still a chance because they want me there to use me as a partner. And then when it's time for the Olympics, they'll just tell me, all right, you have to go back to the U.S. We're not going to let you wrestle. You know, that's what's going through my mind. I mean, they're not telling me anything different. And so I'm stressing, it's it's, it's a nightmare, right? And so they said, you know, it's not over yet. But if you even want to have a chance at competing in the Olympics, you have to stay here until the Olympics. Guys, that was in... That was three and a half months. That meant that I have to stay in Bulgaria for three and a half months, train with them, okay? I had to email all my professors for my grad school, tell them, hey, uh, I'm not going to be in class, but I will do everything that I can online, right? I had to call my, my, my work and say, I don't I don't know what to tell you guys. You can probably fire me if you want to. I, I, I'm going to stay here for three and a half months, and uh, I have to give this a, a chance. I, I've made it. I qualified the spot. I'm not going to just give it up like that, right? Uh, I called my wife, I said, Hey, by the way, you know, I I know I told you I'm gonna be here for a week, but I'm actually gonna stay here for three and a half months and she's by herself in St. Louis, right? And and it was just it it was it was terrible, it was miserable. And and I was thinking, Okay, well, let me see what I can do. And I stayed. I canceled my flight back and I stayed. I had to. Um we had some camps, we had some, you know, we we started competing we started um training, we did some national team camps, we traveled to poland poland we did a camp in poland we traveled to uh um where else did we go we traveled to poland then we went to russia for a little bit um anyways long story short we get to the point where there's only about three and a half weeks left before we leave for the olympics before the olympics began and uh i still had no idea if i'm the guy or if the other guy's going It's just like the unknown right and this kills you on the inside because I mean, you feel like you're wasting your time, and you have no idea whether you're the guy or not. And so they said, all right, guys, here, here's what we're going to do. This is, this is it. This is what it comes down to. They says, you, George, you, and the other, the other um, guy, my, my teammate, um, you guys are going to Dagestan, which is a republic in Russia, uh, Russian republic. It's a really, really tough country in wrestling. They said, you guys go to Dagestan, and you wrestle in the international tournament there. Well, guys, this is one of the toughest tournaments in the world. It's, it's, Russia is one of the best countries in the world for wrestling. And there was uh, 21 Russians, I believe, in my weight class. Uh, obviously, me and the other Bulgarians. So, two Bulgarians and, and, a guy and a few other guys from the Russian Republics around there. So, it's, it, it's, I mean, that tournament, you know, it's extremely tough. It's a world-level tournament. And they said, all right, guys, you, go, you guys both go there. And uh, whoever qualifies goes. Period. that's it or I'm sorry whoever whoever places higher whoever places higher in that tournament goes to the Olympics that's it it doesn't matter who's beaten who before this it doesn't matter who qualified Bulgaria before this nothing matters it's this one tournament and whoever does better whoever places higher goes that was it <laughs> I was thinking well it, at least after this week we'll know what happens you know we will know whether I go back home whether I go back to the US or I stay here and so we go there. Obviously, it's 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 intense between us. We don't really talk. You know, it's it's awkward between me and my other teammate. Um, it's it's just weird. You know, they put us in this uncomfortable spot where we are competing against each other. But, um, and so the weirdest thing, right, where it wins and they're telling me, and I was thinking, you know, oh, we'll just line up for wins like a normal tournament, go draw, draw our number and see where we fall within the bracket. No, they what they did is they said, all right, everyone step aside. The two Bulgarians come in front, and they handpicked two numbers that were on the opposite sides of the bracket because they wanted to split us. And so, I couldn't really pull a number. I couldn't really draw a number to to pick my spot in the bracket. I was I only had two choices between me and the other Bulgarians. They, they we only had two choices. They said, all right, one of you, step on the scale and pick your number. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it was set up. Everything was set up, right? anyways and so like we go through weigh and we're in the obviously in the opposite side of the bracket so we weren't going to ever wrestle each other unless we meet in the final uh and they and they said that was it you know the coaches said all right guys whoever whoever places higher here goes and so long story short um the the my teammate ended up losing one match before making it to third and fifth and i made it for third and fifth i i um i made it for third and fifth and uh I knew I placed higher and uh, I was satisfied, but what happened was um, on the way there, my knee popped again, my knee popped, and my shoulder came out. I dislocated my shoulder in the matches before that. So here I am about to wrestle for third and fifth, and I can barely walk, I'm limping, and I, was, and I told my coaches, I said, hey, okay, I placed higher, right? Again, if, if I am the Olympian, if I am gonna be going to the Olympics, I don't think I should wrestle this match because I'm broke you know I kind of hurt my knee and you can't tell them that you're hurt right because if you tell them that you're hurt they'll say well the other guy's not hurt we can let him wrestle right The, the the politics are awful and so I told them I feel good I just kind of banged my knee a little bit I don't think I should make it worse I think I should just rest this match and so we did I didn't wrestle that match I forfeited my match I took fifth um couple hours later they came in they said hey you you're the guy for the Olympics and uh you know I was yeah I couldn't really relax I didn't believe them honestly guys I didn't believe them they, they said yeah I am the guy but I couldn't believe them I was so stressed I was so it, it's been a mental warfare for the last two and a half months right I, I couldn't relax I couldn't sleep at night you know and and here I am now I'm hurt and they're telling me hey in three weeks you're three and a half weeks you have to go to the Olympics and wrestle um obviously didn't tell anyone that I'm hurt um, you know, I, I kept my arm down, my shoulder. Iced it every night by myself in the room. Uh, you know, I I iced my knee every night and tried to take care of it. I didn't wrestle at all. I told him hey, I don't, I don't think I need to wrestle. I'm in shape. I'm just gonna do some light workouts. Um, and so that's what I did before the Olympics. And uh, that's you know that was that's what I had to go through to to qualify and and so or to yeah, to make it to the Olympics, and so anyways, in the day, the day that we're leaving, you know, from Bulgaria, I was sitting here, I couldn't believe it, you know, we were packed, they gave me the team gear, um, and yeah, they only give they only give the, the gear to the, the one guy that makes it, you know, so the other guy doesn't have Olympic gear. You know, it's just, it's just very awkward situation. But anyways I, I get all the gear and it, it felt it feels good. I was thinking, you know, I'm one step away and unless the plane crashes, you know, I'm going to the Olympics. <laughs> but it's like a dream. I mean you can't even relax and enjoy it, right? And so I um uh, anyways we get on the plane and we make it to Brazil, we make it to Rio and, and I was thinking, Oh my goodness, you know, I, I made it. I'm I'm here, I'm in Rio de Janeiro and I am on the on the <laughs> I'm on the Bulgarian Olympic team and uh I'm an Olympian. You know, this is gonna stay with me for the rest of my life and I, I I I couldn't relax, guys. I couldn't enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy the Olympics, I couldn't relax at all. You know, I was thinking, you know what, if I get hurt two days before the Olympics, they're flying the other guy over here and making him compete. It's that stressful. I couldn't really enjoy it at all. Um but the best thing happened was um my dad was obviously there with me coaching me and uh it, it was <laughs> it was an unbelievable experience for me to see him in the olympic village with me and uh, he was screaming he was screaming and he was he was skipping like a little kid right we were we were there and we, we, he was enjoying it and he was uh, walking around and taking pictures and uh he f- i feel like he felt like he was he was an athlete there as well, you know, not just a coach with me. And, uh, he, I think he lived his dream through my dream. He lived his dream to be in the Olympics through, through my experience. And that was, that's worth it right there. You know, that was, that made everything, everything worth it. And, um, he, he even turned around and said, thank you for, um, taking me to the Olympics when I'm almost 50 years old, right? And so it was, it, that right there was, was worth it. Um, my wife came to Brazil, I saw her for the first time in three and a half months, you know, it was great, my, uh, it was just, it, it was, it was, a, uh, it was very, I felt very accomplished, I felt very, like I achieved a lifelong a dream that I've had um, and I wrestled, I didn't do well, obviously, I'm hurt, right, like, I couldn't even walk on the mat, I, I went out, and I had 30 seconds in me, <laughs> again, I threw the other guy really, really well, uh, but I just couldn't finish the match, um, I ended up losing my first match, and that was it for me, but, um, it was, it was very satisfying to be there, <clears throat> and, uh, that was it, you know, that's how, that's how I achieved my, my, my dream, and it was very fulfilling, and, uh, and so, you know, what's what did I learn through all this? The lesson? What it, it made me a different person. I'm, I'm, ne- I will never be the same. I grew into a better, tougher, stronger, mentally tougher, physically tougher person. That I will take this with me for the rest of my life. And uh, nothing that I do really, it's gonna face me that much as as that nightmare did. And uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's made me, like I said, it's made me a stronger person. I mean, I, I ended up. I ended up graduating my, with my master's degree. Uh, I I ended up I ended up being an Olympian, um, and uh, now now I ended you know now I now two years after the Olympics I have my own my own company with with Trevor, with a partner of mine. And, and uh, but anyways, you know, every everything my um, my wife is doing great. We're happier than ever. Um, it's just I had to go through this, and I transformed. I grew into a, into a bigger, better person, and. And I know this is not the end of it. Obviously, I'm going to keep keep developing and keep growing and keep learning and keep teaching other kids and keep giving back and and uh, you know it's it's just made me a better person. And uh, yeah, I if I honestly if I knew what it would take and if I knew if I knew what I had to go through um, if I knew what I had to go through to make it to the Olympics, guys. Honestly, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. But but that's why, that's why you don't need to know what it takes to, to make it somewhere, okay? Because you grow as you go through the through the journey. As you go through the journey, you grow, okay? You grow and you become the person that is strong enough mentally or physically to be able to be that person that you want to be. You don't have to be able to do it in the beginning of the journey. You don't have to be smart enough. You don't have to be strong enough, mentally tough enough to, to conquer all these challenges and to make it through, through all the obstacles in life, right? You don't have to be you just kind of have to set your mind know why you're doing it okay no know, know why you're doing it because if I didn't have my why if I didn't have my excuses not excuses my reasons if I didn't have my reasons uh, to, to drive me forward that I wasn't gonna quit because this has been my lifelong mission and I and because uh, because I wanted to prove everyone that I can do it for for obviously for a for status in my life and I and I wanted to show um my dad i didn't i wanted to i wanted to show my dad that i can do it and take him with me on this journey right those are the three things that drove me and they were strong enough to make me not quit through any obstacles that i faced meant and any mental uh warfares that i that i faced and that they put me through and physical that i was hurt right and so you better have your why you better have your reason when you start a journey and it better be strong enough to keep you to keep you growing okay Uh, and just just then you guys can think about how you're gonna do it and and what's what it's gonna take um, to to make it through that goal but anyways this is it for me I hope you guys enjoyed this this uh, emotional podcast Um, thank you for following you guys are awesome and uh, keep following me because I'll keep sharing uh, keep sharing challenges that I've had in my life and I had to go through to make it to where I'm at you guys are awesome Thank you for uh, thank you for listening on uh, Eye on the Price, and uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye.